I am so excited to have you tune in today to hear my sister, Nikki Clemens, sharing her Beauty from Ashes story on how she overcame a brain tumor over the past year, undergoing brain surgery in the midst of COVID by herself in the hospital, yet never feeling alone. Welcome to the Flawed and Favored Podcast. Join our favorite journey team and guests as we share stories, insights, and wisdom on how to work through and find hope in the challenging moments of everyday life. Hello, welcome to the Flawed and Favored Podcast. Uh, we're in our Beauty from Ashes series, and I'm excited to have my sister with me today, Nikki Clemens, with me. And she lives in Indiana, and she has had a a major journey through this past year. And she's just going to share with us some of the things that God has taught her and what she's gone through and how she's doing. How you doing, Nick? <laughs> so Nick, you guys just got, yeah, I'm good. just got back from spring break and she actually took our parents with her. They went to Florida for spring break. So, and our parents are not very good vacationers. Our dad's one of those that his vacations were work things that we would go and, and pack horses through the mountains and, and you have to be dirty and sweaty and it's not relaxing and laying on a beach. So how did it go taking mom and dad on vacation? It went fine. Um, I think dad, uh, slept a lot most of the vacation just to try to, um, catch up on his sleep because he is so busy. Um, and I think mom had a really good time. We all had yeah. enjoyed 90 degree sunshine there and beach days and the boys went deep sea fishing and pool time. And it was great. So why don't you tell everybody about yourself, Nick? I'm a mom of an 11 year old little boy. I'm a wife to, um, an electric lineman and, uh, I own a seed company. So how has the last year been for you? It's been trying at times. Um, last year in June, um, they discovered that I had a large brain tumor and it was an emergency situation where I had to have brain surgery within three weeks and going through a pandemic and seemingly going through that alone was, was trying, but, uh, after, brain surgery. And I just had my follow-up checkup, my eight month checkup. And, um, we were hoping the tumor would be dying, but it's not dying, but it's not growing. So what they left behind isn't getting any bigger right now. So we're thankful for that. So how did you know, how did you find out? Um, I, I, so in Indiana, the way we were raised, you don't go to a doctor unless you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's not um, just all people in I, Indiana. I, it's mainly our family. <laughs> yeah. So I have been having issues for years, but just random things that didn't flow up any, um, throw up any red flags for me. Like I went to the eye doctor because I had dry eye syndrome really bad and um, she prescribed eye drops for me that didn't really help, but I didn't think anything about it. Um, I got some sealant put on my teeth and I had a horrible, horrible pain with that a few years ago. And they said that there is no way that that caused pain. Um, but when you have a brain tumor, I didn't know this. If you have any dental pain, um, 
your pain will go up into your head instead of down into like your neck and the, um, my pain went up and I didn't know that that was a red flag for a brain tumor. So, um, looking back, there were some things that were warning signs, but I just kept plugging along until at last year when I started having extreme vertigo and, uh, a few blackout situations and just extreme pain. And, um, I had a lot of neck pain. So I tried going to a chiropractor, which I've never gone to in my life. And after two weeks of going to this chiropractor, he sat me in his office and he just said, there's something going on, wrong, going on with you medically that I can't fix. And you need to go see a doctor right away. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of shocked. Like you're supposed to fix me and he, he couldn't. So I went to see a doctor, a nurse practitioner in our small town, and she ordered an MRI. What I, I thought was a little ridiculous because I was just having like a little bit of hearing loss. I thought maybe an ear infection or something. And she ordered an MRI and the next day they discovered my brain tumor. So, so it's a long story, but yeah. so how have you really felt God bring you through this? So I think having only three weeks from finding out about my brain tumor to having brain surgery through the pandemic was actually a blessing Mm -hmm. because I didn't have a lot of time to think about it and dwell on it. Um, one thing that was really, really hard for us was my husband, Corey, wasn't able to be with me through the process. So through this year, because of COVID, your husband wasn't even able to be in the hospital with you. So how, how long were you in the hospital? I was in the hospital for, um, I went in Sunday night and I got out Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. So a total of, you know, four days and four nights. Yeah. So I remember kind of from the family side, like we were, it was crazy to be, to have your sister in the hospital going through brain surgery and no one could see her. We couldn't see, we could call the nurse's desk or, you know, mom could call the nurse's desk and get information. But on your side, what even recollection do you have of that? Really? The only thing I remember, well, when Corey dropped me off at the hospital and got to walk me to the elevator, I, I was so scared that I was, I was just alone. Like I was going through all this alone and um, one thing I clearly remember is when the elevator door shut, I thought I was going to like break down, but just immediately I felt like I wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. Like I had someone right beside me mm-hmm. and that never went away the whole time. Like I just, I was okay. Like somebody was there with me, but after the surgery, um, I, I remember going to ICU and waking up and I was in such extreme pain, like for about 12, 18 hours, I was in the ICU. It was just horrible. And they kept taking me to like get a CAT scan and having all these tests done. And I just, I kept asking them, why would you do this? Why would you take someone in so much pain? And I just kept, you know, I wasn't very nice to the nurses (laughs) because I it was just horrible. The pain was horrible and I wasn't prepared for that. But even through that, um, I think God 
kind of used the pandemic as a blessing because I know if my husband would have been there and he would have seen me in that horrible, horrible pain, I, I think it would have been way worse for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, so kind of the not knowing is a little bit of a blessing. Yeah. But after that, you know, 12, 18 hours and getting moved to my own room, um, it was definitely manageable. It was um, so much better than being in the ICU. But I just felt like God, you know, he he was there with me the whole entire time and never getting that, you know, sense of feeling of dread of being alone was a Mm -hmm. huge, huge help to me. I, I, I wasn't able, um, I wasn't able to hear very well. I I did lose the hearing in the right side of, um, my ear, my right ear. I, I wasn't able to focus or see very well. So I couldn't read. Um, and I, my head was completely bandaged. So it's not like I could, you know, listen to headphones or anything. I, I never turned on the TV. So I just, I couldn't focus. Right. Just like I was there and someone was sitting in the room with me. Um, and I kind of remember like talking um, to someone. I don't remember saying like specifics at all, but it was literally just like somebody was there. Right. So, um, but yeah, it was those four days, you know, after the surgery was really hard. I, I couldn't focus. I um, couldn't listen very well. I couldn't read at all. So mm-hmm. I just felt like God was there with me and he just, you know, lay here and be silent. I'm here. I've got you. Mm-hmm. So how have you really seen beauty come from this last year? So it wasn't until recently because I just remember asking God, like, why would you make me go through this journey? First of all, why would you, what, what good is going to come out of this? Like, why would you at this time right now, because I've had the tumor for, they think 10 to 15 years, but what's different about right now than five years ago or whatever. And, um, I was recently looking through my Bible and stuff and I found this scripture, John 12, 24, and it talks about a single seed of wheat having to die in order to fulfill its purpose. And, um, I just had people literally all over the United States praying for me in this situation. Um, And the type of people that I work with a lot of times, like farmers and, you know, some people who who don't really show emotion and you don't talk about God a lot. You just do what you got to do. And um, those people were meeting and like coffee shops and praying for me. And they, they've never prayed a day in their life. Mm -hmm. And um, just, I got, I honestly feel God was using me to reach others because he performed so many miracles in the situation. Mm-hmm. So many. And so many people got to see that. And I'm just a normal everyday person that I'm just like one of those people. Um, and there's nothing special about me in my opinion, you know, but God just performed mighty, amazing miracles in my life uh, before my surgery. They couldn't tell me if I'd be able to walk afterwards. Um, They didn't know if I'd have facial paralysis. Uh, There's just so many questions that we didn't have answers to. And we didn't know what it would be like after surgery. And um, after two weeks, I was released to start driving. 
Mm-hmm. So not only did I walk, but I, I started driving right away. I didn't have the facial paralysis. Um, just so many things that they couldn't answer. God already had it under control. He already knew what was going to happen. And um, so many people got to see that. And that was just amazing. Mm-hmm. What is different in your family? What do you think is different about you and your family now as opposed to a year ago? Like, what have you guys changed? So physically, I'm different than I was before as far as being deaf and having to deal with a lot of side effects. Um, And people always say, oh, you look amazing. Like, you look great. And some days I'm just like, thank the Lord that I look decent because I do not feel it today. But um, mentally, I think our family just tries to live out every day to its fullest before and so, so sometimes, you know, you get so busy, you, you aren't thinking about how amazing it is to be here another day. Um, when they found my tumor, it, it was an emergency situation that had to be taken care of right away. And, you know, if it hadn't have been found when it did, I may not be here today. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think that we live each day to its fullest and um, just do life as best as we can now and not take it for granted nearly as much as we did before. That's been one thing that's been cool to see that. Like, I think it was kind of your celebration trip in the fall that you guys decided to go to the grand Canyon and just those things as when your son has time off school, you guys are going to make the most of it now and do those things instead of, Oh, let's stay and get these projects done or do this. And that's just such a thing that, I mean, our families always even struggled with just because we're kind of have a lot of workaholics. And so we just, you know, try to get more done, but recognize, you know, that time to have together, how valuable that is. So it's been cool to see that. And I think it's made all of us in our family recognize that the importance of, of that family time. But then, I mean, how you have you know, that's opened up so many conversations. Do you feel like now you have more conversations with people about your faith because of this, that it's opened up those opportunities that you've just, you know, been able to share what God's done. Or I, I saw that through, you know, things of like the, we did the Facebook support group and stuff and people that I never knew, you know, had any type of relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, commit to an hour of praying for you over your surgery. And, you know, there were just hundreds of people from all over, all over the U S committing to pray for you. And, um, that was just cool to see and just see how it brought people closer to the Lord. You are doing great. And we are so thankful for that. And we're so thankful for how far you've come and how much your body was able to do afterwards. But I think so many people that might see you on a regular basis or have heard about you don't realize still what you deal with on a daily basis. Don't realize some of that pain that you deal with and some of that. What are some of those, you know, I know you're hearing, what are some of those things that somebody that sees you in the store or might see you at church when you're showered and and clean and have makeup on, (laughs) what are some of those things that people don't really get to see or don't, don't realize that you're dealing with even still? Well, there's, um, so being single-sided deafness, um, it, it causes your brain to work a lot harder. So I get brain fatigue, which, um, 
having a new baby, you're sleep deprived, you're tired, but it's, it's even beyond that. I mean, you physically, once you get that brain fatigue, you physically can't do anything. And, um, I think that's, uh, been hard at home because Corey works so many hours and he's gone so much. And I've just always done what you need to do, but Lucas had to deal with seeing his mom sit on the couch and, um, at seven or eight o'clock at night and not being able to walk up the stairs with him to get him ready for bed. Um, physically, like you can't do that. And there's no rhyme or reason to that. You could have had a busy day or maybe you didn't have a busy day. It just, just happens. Um, there's still pain in the right side of my body. Um, uh, I still have a, I can't smell out of the right nostril and my nose and I still have numbness on the right side of my tongue, which is weird. Um, going to restaurants, people don't understand how it's hard for me to go where there's a lot of conversations because you kind of get disoriented. I, I can't tell where sound is coming from. Um, that's part of the deafness. So it's like, it's all around me. So, uh, that causes me to be disoriented and a little bit fatigued. So a night out at a restaurant is a huge deal for us. <laughs> um, we've only done that a couple of times. But um, so I think the fatigue is a huge one that is not even manageable. But I mean, I'm doing a ton better. And like you said, going to the Grand Canyon, that was kind of, uh, we did some hiking. And I have to still use trek sticks because I, they cut my balance nerve. So balance is hard for me. I'll be walking through the house and just run into a wall randomly. And it's mm-hmm. like, whoa, what just happened? But um, I did go through physical therapy and then they taught me some coping mechanisms and some exercises to do to work on. And my doctor suggested yoga at the last appointment. So if you know where we live, it's super tiny. It's not like you can go to town and go to a yoga class. We don't have yoga where we live. So I've been doing couch to yoga and that is pretty comical. I feel like I need a helmet because Literally, when you have no balance, trying to stand on one leg, it's not a very good option. (laughs) So, yeah, um, there are there are some things that I'm learning to deal with and learning to live with. And um, we don't know if it'll ever change, if um, if it'll ever get better or or we're just going to live with it. And that's okay. We're Mm -hmm. learning to cope with everything now. Well, is there anything that you would like to add? Anything that you'd like to share with everybody? So I guess, I mean, the last year has definitely been a trial for us, but just knowing that no matter what you go through, like God is there. He's there when things are easy peasy and he's there when things are super hard, but you just have to look for him and you just have to let him lead. And he just showed to me, he's got me, he's, he's going to be there in every situation. Yeah. So yeah, that's been huge for us. Mm-hmm. Is there what, I mean, what's it been like leading your son through this, leading Luke through this? Like how's, I know that you guys have just had lots of talks. I mean, is there, what, what would you say is been the biggest piece about that of mothering a kid through a thing when you're struggling and needing all the mothering that you can and still being mom? Mm-hmm. 
So that was probably the, that that's been the hardest part of the journey. Um, like I said, only having three weeks in between finding out and the surgery, we really didn't know what to prepare him for because we weren't prepared. We didn't know. And we just talked about it and we decided we just wanted to be as honest as possible with him because we didn't know if his mom was going to come home and not be able to walk mm-hmm. or if I was going to have facial palsy. Um, we showed him a lot of pictures uh, of what people look like after brain surgery um, to try to prepare him as best we could for physically what his mom might be. So um, he wouldn't be shocked. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was really hard for him to have to grow up kind of fast. I mean, he's an only child. Like, I'm not going to lie. He, he's kind of spoiled because (laughs) it's just him and I so much. (laughs) Um, he, um, he had to grow up a lot. He, did an amazing job and just praying together like every single night, no matter what, how little our request is or um, just thanking God for just everything in our lives, no matter what it is. And um, he's just, he's definitely grown a lot and he's definitely asked hard questions that I didn't have answers to and letting him know, I don't have the answers to that. You need to go to God. Like, I can't do that for you. I can't answer that. Um, that's been huge. And, um, I don't know, they say like for him to be able to see me going through this and you have to be strong sometimes. I mean, physically, mentally, you, you have to be kind of strong. And for Luke to be able to see that, that's, that's been a blessing too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what do you guys love to do right now? What's the thing that just brings joy to you guys? What's your favorite thing to do as a family or what's your favorite thing to do? Personally, my favorite thing right now is sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Literally when your body gets so worn out, it's like amazing. Um, Because I can actually sleep. Like before surgery, I was a horrible sleeper, but now it's like, I can fall asleep in an instant. Uh Um, but we just love being together now. Like, um, Luke is huge on shed hunting. Like when the deer lose their antlers. So we just love like walking through the woods together and just seeing how much joy something so little like that can bring to him. Um, we just, we love it. and literally just doing things together as a family, new experiences, same old everyday thing. Um, we had a baseball tournament last weekend, Luke did, and it was awesome just to be there. And, um, I guess just watching the joy in his face over things is just amazing. So that's been my big, I guess, soapbox lately when they're so little doing a sport. And then even, you know, as, as Hannah's gotten older as well, but just seeing your kid do something they enjoy and perform, like how much like that ministers to me of like how I'm delighting in that kid and they might not even know what they're doing or might not like, you know, be doing it the best, but you're just so proud of them. And just thinking like, God looks at us that way. Like God looks at us as, you know, as we're trying to figure things out and going around doing our thing. Like he's just delights in us. Like, he's like, look at Nick there running into walls, but she's trying, she's getting up and walking <laughs> and doing all this. 
Like I just love like the just seeing kids perform and that has just been has hit me so hard on just like that's totally how God looks at us. The same way we delight in our kids, yeah. you know, finding a treasure and all those things. It's just so sweet. Thank you for just taking some time to talk and uh, share. I know the last year has just been life changing for you and your family and and all of us. And uh, but I just so appreciate you sharing your journey with so many people along the way and um, how much you, you know, didn't close off to other people. You shared those things that you were trusting God for, and you shared, you know, how truly you were going to you know, raise a hallelujah through it and all those things that, yeah. you know, that pointed as you were pointing to Jesus, that pointed other people to God and that pointed other people to recognize, okay, when hard things come, God was there for Nikki and God's going to be there for me. And that was so neat to see. Thanks for being on and thanks for tuning in. That's all for our show today, but thank you for joining us. Please don't forget to click subscribe and follow the flawed and favored podcast. And if you can give us a positive review and share us with your friends, we would love to get the word out to others. We hope you go out today knowing you may be flawed, but you are still favored. We are also so thankful to our podcast partners who help us bring these messages to you. And if you want information about becoming a partner and sharing your products and services with our listeners, email us at info at favorjourney.com. We are thankful to one of our podcast partners, My Minerals. My Minerals is owned by two sisters with a passion for making natural beauty affordable for all women. At My Minerals, they strive to create products that are not only made from the purest ingredients, but are of the highest quality. I've used their makeup for a couple years and I just love it. All of their products are made from 100% pure natural ingredients that are good for your skin. Their makeup is formulated by their own chemist in small batches to ensure the highest quality. My Minerals is also a cruelty-free company and they have vegan options. I think you'll find their products are some of the best you'll find in the beauty industry. They offer free samples to make it easy to try it for yourself. Order yours now at MyMineralsMakeup.com. Oh, 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 o